We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining us on the program, the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. Wyatt, welcome back into Sports Daily. How are you? Well, I'm doing very well. It's a pretty uh, (laughs) cloudy, um, fog rain type situation here in Houston getting ready for the game tomorrow so but all good yeah well listen it is here too so you're not missing out on anything um it's been that way for a while <laughs> okay. but we're we're going to get some yeah. sunshine i i this stretch of the schedule boy i'm glad k state got off to the start it did because when you look at it and you've got your week consists of trips to Ames and then trips to and then a trip to Houston that's a pretty tough yeah. week on the big 12 grind well, you're absolutely right, and I think we knew it was going to be. I remember doing some interviews prior to leaving for uh, Des Moines and then the, the little bus ride up to up to Ames for the game that, you know, Iowa State 11-0 at home, Houston 11-0 at home going into this week. So it uh, kind of tells you everything that, you know, K-State faced. And I know we'll talk a lot about the Iowa State game, and there's a lot to talk about certainly, but, um, yeah, it, it shows you – what this league is all about. Um, tough, tough, tough games. What do you take away from the Iowa State game earlier this week? I know that, you know, of course, the Wildcats fall down early. They get back into the game and then ultimately kind of some drama the last couple of minutes of the game itself and Iowa State pulls away. Yeah, I think when you when you kind of start to break down the game, I think the the obvious that sticks out was some of the, you know, controversy towards the end and a technical foul call and, you know, those types of things. I know, I know, um, you know, people were, were talking after the game too, about the fact that there was a stretch there in the second half where K-State had uh, a stretch with eight straight possessions where they were called for a foul and 10 of 11. It was just an odd, oddly called game from my personal perspective. Um, and, and I thought it changed really from the first half to the second. Uh, but, but the other thing, and I have to be honest about this is that, you know, K-State did not, and I'll repeat that did not play very well in the first half. And it, it cost them. Uh, they're down at the break uh, by a count of 41 to 29. And you look at those first half numbers, K-State was 10 of 24 for 42% and eight of 10 at the line but still was down 12. And part of the reason why was, was, you know, turnovers uh, didn't handle the trap of Iowa state very well, but made some really good adjustments and had some opportunities uh, to come back. And they were much, much, much more aggressive, better cuts um, led to better shooting. And they shot 48% in the second half. And, and this, this is the telling step for me 
K-State in the first period where they're not very aggressive. They're one of eight from threes, and they were tough threes. In the second half with good threes, they go seven of 16. The, the bugaboo, though, was the, the poor free-throw shooting late. Second half from the free-throw line, they were seven of 13. So the game was somewhat all over the map. It was a good game, hard-fought game, some controversy, but an, another opportunity where K-State tied it in the second half five times could never get the lead. And those were the ones that hurt, much like the, the game at Tech. You had a chance and didn't do it. And in this league, if you have a chance, boy, you sure would like to get it done. Wyatt, I, I in, have it really enjoyed the growth of Arthur Kaluma. I know they had high expectations mm-hmm. for him coming in, but it almost feels like, and maybe this was on us, I think we all expected Tyler Perry to be that guy, and he hasn't mm-hmm. been, and Kaluma sort of has been. And that's been a really nice development. What have you seen from him, and what has made it work for him so well in his run for K-State so far? I love the question because I'm a big Arthur Kaluma fan. Not that I'm not of the other guys, and you would surmise that certainly. But I guess my point here is is that I think at the end of the day, what has stuck out for me all season long through the growing pains, the ups and the downs, Uh, for a pretty decently consistent player is that he really cares. He's an effort guy, Um, much more talent, I think, than than a lot of people really, really appreciate. I think he should be appreciated more for what he's doing. I mean, he's been a 36, 37-minute-a-game guy, and the other night he had 16 points, played his tail off, and the first thing he said to me, when I talked to him after the game was I was a poor rebounder tonight. <laughs> I, I thought that was extraordinary. Um, I love his game, you know, left hand, right hand shoots it to deep. I, th- I think that's the thing too, you know, even just going into the game the other night, he's shooting 41% from three. Um, and, and for, you know, a, a three man, that's, that's really, really good. So, I know coaches told me multiple times that he could be an all-league defensive guy, too, um, with his improvement. Who knows whether he will or won't be, but but the fact that coach is talking like that after the way he started defensively uh, when the year began tells you a lot about his toughness and his uh, just his willingness to, to give everything, and, and I, I appreciate that about him a lot. Wyatt, you mentioned the rebounding. Uh, this was the third game in a row that K-State was out-rebounded. Now, they're 2-1 and one in the last three games. Even in the Baylor yeah. win, they were still out-rebounded. What do you think it is going to take? And I know Arthur Kaluma is probably a, a large part of that. But what do you think it's going to take to improve that moving forward in conference play? Well, I think I'm just going to be blunt here. I think to be a good rebounder, you've got to want to do it. And K-State the other night got out-rebounded 38-25. to And when you compare the teams and, and what they are, um, if you want to point to some things why K-State got beat, that would be one of them. And I didn't mention that a moment ago. But I'm sitting here looking at my box score. And here you go. You ready? Gasson, two rebounds. Kaluma, two rebounds. Will McNair, one rebound. Jarrell Colbert, three those are the guys that should be a lot better than that. Now, Tyler Perry had three, Cam Carter had three in 20 minutes, and Dorian Finister had six. They just got to be better. And I, it isn't yeah. always about effort necessarily, but, but uh, I, I think you do have to be somebody. That, they're better when they're 
where how do I want to say this? It's in the front of their mind that rebounding is important. Um, when they've had that in the front of their mind, they've been a pretty good rebounding team. And sometimes when they don't, they're not. I, but are they going to be? I mean, that's kind of my thing with it. I, I just sure. I don't know that the identity of this team has ever struck me as that team that's going to dominate you on the boards. And that's not to say that yeah. they can't win in other ways. I think that they can. I just don't. I mean, I guess my expectation isn't for them to be one of the better rebounding teams in the Big 12. I just don't think they have that kind of size. Well, that's probably fair and or depth, uh, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. And and you look at the competition, you know, I, I'm very concerned about this game with Houston from that perspective. I'm concerned on a lot of levels. Don't misunderstand. But these guys, <laughs> you know, you you look at their numbers, they're plus almost eight um, in the rebound margin, and they're just big and physical and tough. And uh, if you don't rebound uh, and handle their pressure, you're going to be in for a long day. And that's, that's just the reality of it. You mentioned a couple of the bench players, Wyatt, you know, especially Dorian Finister. And I know that foul trouble played into a lot of it earlier this week against Iowa state, but we saw some of the bench players get more minutes than what we've been accustomed to throughout the season. Where do you stand on the development of some of those guys? Finister, Jarrell Colbert, uh, day day Ames, others come for Jerome Tang. I like that question a lot, and I, I asked that of Coach Tang prior to the game for pregame with Iowa State, and I, I think he's really um, happy with the progress of some of those guys. I, I think we've seen Dorian in the last you know two to three weeks really make a significant jump. Um, he played almost 21 minutes the other night and had four points and six rebounds, and, and two of those were offensive boards. He's a good athlete for his position. I think he, I mean, he took one in the mouth the other night, an elbow in the mouth, and he, you'd have to see his lip to appreciate it, and he just kept kind of grinding through. So he's getting tougher um, and, and is more comfortable, I think, and more confident right now than he's, than he's been in the short time he's been at K-State. Um, you know, I'm a fan of Day-Day uh, and R.J. Jones. I think they're I'll say this bluntly. They're barely scratching the surface of what I think they're going to be. Barely. Um, not Doesn't mean they haven't had their moments because they have. RJ had a big shot in beating Baylor. You guys know that. But I think as we continue to get closer into this and these coaches start saying like, hey, it's, it's mid to late January now. These guys aren't freshmen anymore. You kind of hope that continues through February and March because they're, hey, they were four-star guys for a reason, right? And uh, it's it's uh, they're skilled. He's got to bring it a little bit more about every time and be more consistent with it. I want to talk just a second, Wyatt, about football. How what can you tell us about you know the portal? I guess and and what what kind of noise is being made? We had another major job go by. It looks like you know we won't have to deal with the coaching rumors this time. But what what kind of work is being done in the portal now and and have there been additions or chatter about things that are going to help K-State football win games next year? Well, I th- I think if you look at um as an example the spring roster uh for K-State and I you know I I do this all the time. <laughs> um I uh I think you're going to see some guys um, that are, are new to this program step in and help right away. 
there are other guys that didn't play significant roles last year that uh, were portal guys too. And I, like a Tyler Nellum comes to mind, a corner from Atlanta who was at SEMO last year. Um, but I, I, I think the, the Spradley Dimps kid as a wide receiver is just a freshman. And he's maybe a poor example because he's a freshman, but they've recruited good quality guys. Maybe the better example would be the kid that everybody's talking about here recently is the, the Penn State transfer, um, Dante Cephas. The, K-State had, I've said this over and over, and I, I believe it to be so, K-State has more than in virtually every year since this thing began benefited more from the portal in football than they've been hurt by it. And I, I continue to stand by that. And I, I think when you look at the guys like Julius Brents and people like that, and even though Kobe Savage didn't finish his career here, I mean, think about the two years that K-State got out of him. So they're, they're doing a nice job of that. Wyatt Kellis Robinette had an incredible article that came out the other day uh, about how the Wildcats continue to retain Chris Kleiman when there are big jobs that are open around the country, really prominent positions. And Washington was one mm-hmm. um, a week or two ago. And of course, Michigan and, you know, there are others. And just that relationship between Chris Kleiman and Gene Taylor, I know we've talked about it before, but I know that you have, you know, you've got with both Gene Taylor and Chris Kleiman, that, you know, their relationship and that loyalty that they have with each other. Yeah, and you know, you're talking about some pretty good jobs here, right? I mean, that, that's the thing that, that I'm going to say here is that that kind of sticks out. And yet, um, he does not, in any way to me, seem to be tempted to to bite on that. I think Coach Kleiman is, by nature, um, a very loyal person. And I, I don't make a lot of promises, but I, I can say this, uh, and, and with 100% or maybe even 1,000% confidence that he loves working with and for Gene Taylor. Uh, the trust there is the thing that I think sticks out. Uh, and, and honestly, the friendship too. Um, and, and so there's, there's a comfort for him there. Um, you know, and, uh, and let's be honest, the guy's making a boatload of money living in Manhattan, Kansas. There are worse things that could happen to a person, right? <laughs> I mean, he's doing, no he's doing really, yeah. really yep. quality work. Uh, but uh, I, I think at some level, money is always important. I'm not trying to downplay that in any way, but uh, I think he's, very comfortable with the money he's making, where he's at, how it's going, uh, the leadership, uh, you know, from from his uh, his boss, the athletic director. So lots of good there. All right, Wyatt, what do we have coming up for the Houston game uh, this weekend? It's a it's a game that you'll hear right here on KFH. It is an 11 a.m. tip. What do you guys have in store for us? Well, looking forward to this one because, as I said before, they're really tough, physical. It's hard going into these kinds of games. You have to be so ready and do so many things well. Uh, we'll kind of try to preview that a little bit in the pregame with with the you know the assistant coach with the scout and coaches' pregame comments. But I you know just being around them today, and I've stepped out of a film session there to to visit with you guys here, and they <laughs> you know that they've got. Um, I don't know how much you want to talk about this with, with Kelvin Sampson, but this guy's honing in on 250 wins in Houston and 750 in his career. Those yeah. are pretty. We, we think he's one of the best, it. by the way. 
Yeah, no he's, doubt. He's been highly regarded here playing against yeah. Wichita State for a while. Oh, for sure. And yeah, yeah, I'm probably preaching the choir that way. You know, I always kind of don't think about it like that way, and I should because they were. I mean, in, in the American last year, they were what seventeen and one, if memory serves me correctly. I mean, just they, a you don't get them very often. Run he's been on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, and again, just the. I mean, I think the guy that probably portrays what they are as much as anybody is Jamal Shedd, right? I mean, he is. He's Sharon Collins, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. that he's as good That's offensively a good as Sharon Collins, but in terms of his defense, leadership, toughness. I mean, all of those kind of things, that, that's who I think he is. I, I would agree with that. And, and as far as Samson, mm-hmm. you know, I always, what stood out to me is Isaac Brown, the former coach of Wichita State, used to always point to yeah. him as who he thought was the best coach in the business. Just, you know, coach. And yeah. I, I think that there's something to that. I mean, what mm-hmm. the, the run Houston's on right now is incredible. I mean, oh, they've mu- stepped right into the own. Big 12 and they're going to just keep it rolling. I, I love it for the Big 12, by the way. I mean, I know everyone probably doesn't like to see them twice a year, but for the Big 12, what a what an awesome addition that is to get you know that area engaged into this league this way, and it helps the league in mm-hmm. what I think will be a big TV contract down the road. Like I love it, but you just, but now you get to play them one or two times a year, which is which is maybe not well, quite as fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there, here's the thing too that that and I they're four and two in the league. Those losses on the road at TCU and at Iowa State—that's not a crime. Uh, but but f- following up a 33 and four, they have just two starters back, and yet you you look at you know the guy. I mean, they have quite a few returning guys, uh, but not j- but not many starters, and yet you don't see them miss much of a beat. Right now, it helps when you're adding an LJ Cryer, right, one of the elite shooters in major college basketball. Uh, so yeah, he. I think he really probably is as hard-nosed as any Division One coach that comes to mind when I think about those kind of things. You simply stated, you guys will agree with this, I'm sure. You can't play for him unless you defend. You can't. It's impossible. You agree? And with that's that? what makes him so great. I t- yes, that's exactly. what makes him so great. Yeah. They're giving up 51.9 points a game, fellas. That's, that's wild. Crazy. <laughs> that's that's yeah. just Isn't wild. That, in the big, and they've played yeah. six Big 12 games, too, by the way, in that. Uh, exactly. It's not like they're playing yeah. the, you know, well, yeah. Uh, it, it's going to be fun. We're looking forward to watching K-State take that sort of challenge on. I think it's just one next step in what this, this team's going to be this year, but it'll certainly be fun. And and to your point, like, I'm I'm as excited to see Tang versus Sampson as, as I am anything else. Uh, because Tang has yeah. shown in a very short amount of time that he he clearly is too one of the best on the bench there that we that we have in the country. Just this year was not supposed to be this way, and it's been far exceeding the expectations. We're looking forward to it, Wyatt. We'll have you guys on the air. What time did you say coverage starts? Uh, Ten a.m. We got an early game, man. We played the latest game of the That's... midweek, uh, eight o'clock Wednesday in Ames, and and here we got the earliest game on Saturday. But hey, you got to go play him. <laughs> 10 a.m. right here on KFH. Wyatt, we appreciate it. Uh, enjoy your time down in Houston. Thanks, guys. Great talking to you, as always. Appreciate it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.